Hi, are you sick and tired of paying hundreds of dollars a month for cable or dish? GNR TV is your answer. These guys have an incredible 100% legal product that is a cord cutter's dream. For as low as $25 a month, you will get over 400 HD channels, including all major sports packages, pay-per-views, premium movies, and entertainment. To get started, all you need is a streaming device, such as an Amazon Fire Stick, internet, and a desire to save a ton of cash. No contracts, no credit checks, no hidden fees. I myself have been a subscriber, and I must say, this service is amazing. To learn more, search GNR TV on Facebook or Instagram, and I will also be posting a link on my pages to check out on my podcast website. Lastly, for first-time subscribers, use promo code SIRS30 to save $5 for your first month. GNR TV, streaming done right. Let's get slicing and dicing with Sir Sturdy Horror fans. On this podcast, you will hear me and a guest do some movie reviews, random funny horror chats, and whatever else comes to mind. So tune in, kick back, relax, and always remember, I'll see you in your nightmares. Well, just Jason's mask. How's it going, ladies and gentlemen? There's another exciting episode of Horror with Sir Sturdy. I'm your host, Sir Sturdy, and today we have the lovely guest, Corey Taylor. Corey, how's it going? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah. I'm super excited. <laughs> now, <laughs> before I even act about ask you about anything to do with horror or acting, we were just talking for a couple minutes, and you say you have a horror, or sorry, a talk show yourself. Can you tell me something about that? do lots of interviews with some um, great people, uh, some very famous people, some people doing amazing things in their community, um, people with incredible survival stories, I mean, just kind of everything, and uh, it's just, it's a great show that I love doing, um, it's really fun, and it's given me so many opportunities, and to meet so many people, and to go down to Hollywood and meet all of them, and interview them, it's just really an amazing thing I've been blessed to do now for six years. That's really awesome. Honestly, that's amazing. And I want to congratulate congratulate you on that for one. And oh, thank you. <laughs> I love how you came on here and was just saying like it's all about positivity and just the world definitely needs that, especially the way the world is now. It's like going downhill again. Yes. And it's social media and all this technology we have is a gift and a curse. I say it's a curse because so much negativity can be shared in two seconds, and then it's a gift because me and you are sitting here talking to each other. I'm in Albany, New York. I'm not sure where you are, but I know you're not sitting next to me. Sitting next yeah, to me. I'm from Vegas, so yeah, it's completely yeah. opposite sides. <laughs> exactly. So, it's, you know, stuff like this and then what you do with your show, I think that's really cool. I'm definitely have to check that out. Oh, thank you. So what got you 
started with that? Like, what made you want to, I guess, have a talk show? Uh, well, it kind of actually started with my acting. Um, so I, I've been acting, well, really, since I was little, really little, like two years old. Um, okay. But then I got into film acting when I was probably about 12, I would say. Um, and then I, uh, I was a guest on someone else's show. And um, it got a lot of response and everything, so they offered me my own. And, you know, it sounds like a really good idea, but as you know, it's a lot of work that people don't think about. Mm -hmm. Um, so, especially at 15, it was kind of a lot. Um, I had my mom, thank gosh, and uh, we just did it together. And, uh, I mean, it started off pretty small, um, but we've just been really lucky, and it grew and grew. Um, and we we just got tons of guests. And the main thing, I when we first started, um, actually a lot of our uh, focus was on anti-bullying, because kind of like what you said, um, there's just, even though social media is incredible and it has given us so many incredible opportunities, um, it is just so easy to focus on all the bad stuff that's going on and just so much hate and negativity. And, um, and it's just, it, like you said, it just seems to be getting worse, unfortunately. Um, but we really focused on anti-bullying because I always said, I don't care how perfect you are, how rich you are, how successful you are. Everyone has been bullied in some way or another, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and so I really wanted to focus on that, especially for today's generation to know they weren't alone. Um, but it kind of grew from there. And uh, it was just, it's just been such a blessing, you know. And to start all the way from that, uh, barely, barely knowing what I was doing to now, six years later, it's just really overwhelming, you know. That's that's so cool. I just started this um, last year, January 1st oh, awesome. of 2018. Yeah, so I'm going on two years next January, and it's just, I see what you're saying from it. Like, at first, it was just me recording with family and friends, and it went from that to just, you know, reaching other people, which is cool. And it's a horror right. podcast and the horror community, how, you know, how positive, as crazy as it sounds, how positive and friendly that community, that community really oh, is. is. Yes. <laughs> And like each, I feel like each episode I get better with the recording process and it's just, it seems like it comes more and more natural from, I think I have like 80 episodes out now. So it goes from episode wow. one to episode 80 and you're just, I don't know. I was never really nervous with it, but I just feel more confident with it now, I guess. And it's, it's fun. It's positive. I mean, yeah, we do talk junk about movies, but it's not like in... <laughs> You, I, I have to. I mean, if I'm reviewing movies, I have to be honest about them. But I try to. Yeah, and absolutely, and that's what that's what's cool. You need you need the balance for sure, and especially uh, that's what your whole show's about is mm -hmm. movie reviews. So you want it to be honest, you know. But at the same time, I tried to still tell people like, if no matter what I feel about the movie, I still try to tell people like, look, go out, watch this movie, or you know, watch it on your Amazon Prime or whatever the case may be, and. Check it out for yourself. Don't go by my opinion if I didn't like it or even if I loved it. That's perfectly right. fine and, you know, go from there. And I had my brother on one time. He was on one of the first few episodes, and I've had conversations with him. He was saying what I should try. He was like, what you should try to do, even if you have, even if you have a bad review for a movie, if you, if you hated it, try to figure out, try to find at least something you liked about that movie, which I try to do. Even if it's something as silly as, like, somebody's cool jacket in the movie. <laughs> like I'll, I'll point yeah. that out. So I'm try. I try to get better and better with that. But it's just, it's refreshing and it's real cool to hear you how you're coming on saying you have your show and it's all about positivity and you just talk about that and anti-bullying. I think that's real. That's real uh, honor 
and like rewarding to hear. Oh, well, thank you so much. And yeah, no, I, I think it's really cool what you're doing. And it's, it's a lot of work, and I don't think people really um, understand that. Like, it just seems like, oh, you're just doing a show, but it's so much research behind it. And like you said, see, I don't even do the editing part. So for you to do the recording and all that, I mean, that's just, I give giant kudos to you because that is just amazing. I can't even take all the credit, though. Like, I, I do record on my end, but as far as, like, the mixing down, the cleaning up and all that. I actually sent that to my younger brother, Christian, because he, 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 I don't know if he still raps now, but he's been making beats since he was probably like, he's 30 now, probably since he was about 10 years old and just added oh, a passion. Wow. So he knows the whole process of mixing stuff down and doing all that. So I send it to him and he does that for me, sends it back to me and I put it out, you know, when, as my episodes are supposed to go out. And I always tell him like, listen, if this thing ever generates money, you will be the first one besides me to get, you know, whatever revenue this thing does generate, right. if it does generate it. And I wanted to keep it in-house, too, just because I know I know my brother would have my best interest for me as far as listening to it, checking for the sound, if there's any dead air and all that. And just he wouldn't be doing it for a paycheck. He'd be doing it because, you know, he's my brother and he wants to help me out and vice versa. Right. No, that's a cool thing, and you know, I, I, I like, you, like I said, I had my mom with me too, and I think that's awesome that you have it with the family, um, because that's that's like you said, that's all you can really trust, especially in this kind of in industry. It's oh, very, yeah. it's very overwhelming. So at least you know you could trust your immediate family for yes. sure. Yes, yes, immediate family and close friends, and yeah, I've met so many amazing, really cool people just between this doing this podcast and then like in Facebook horror groups going to horror conventions and all that and it's just some of them you make lifelong friendships with some it's just like hey i seen you at the con lab you know just familiarizing yourselves with them some of them they just come on for an interview or two and but either way it's just cool you get these connections with so many people like around the freaking world just sitting at my desk <laughs> at home right <laughs> no it is it's so cool and uh like you said in the beginning of the podcast too um it, the horror community is really it's such a great community and um and, you know, I think uh, that's kind of cool. Um, like, it's a different way to express yourself, and I think a lot of people judge it, but um, but there's a lot of creativity and really um, a lot of thought that goes behind a lot of horror films. And uh, even one of the ones I was involved with, uh, it's called A Telephobia, and it's, I mean, basically, it's about this girl who I play who gets really bullied and everything, um, mm -hmm. and she ends up losing her mind and killing every, everyone, oh, wow. and although we don't try and promote the going and killing everyone, it's, it was a big release for the director, um, because he was really bullied um, as a kid, and it was kind of a way for him to get back at his bullies in a creative way and uh you know it's just it's it's really a, an amazing community the horror community and people i think if they're not involved with it they get scared of it or be like oh why are people into that but it, mm -hmm. it's just it's a really great community it's really awesome it really is and it, it's funny because the movies we watch are the sickest most violent disturbing movies you could think of but we're just watching, the, you know, the make-believe stuff, so to speak, the art of it. We're not out there doing it. We don't condone right. really doing it. The art of it, as far as in a movie, yeah. But really going out there and doing all that stuff that Jason and those guys do? No, that's not a good <laughs> That's a horrible idea. It's a horrible thing. Exactly. No, yeah, absolutely not to do it in real life. But it is. It's a good release to watch it, you know. Now, you said you've been acting pretty much since you were about two years old. Is that something, I mean... Uh, obviously your parents got you into it, but was it something that you just seen a family member 
do when you were little and you just wanted to try it out or yeah um well basically it's kind of funny my mom was a singer and my sister was a dancer and um i was just never able to really find anything and my mom because she wanted us to really be able to express ourselves and she's always been amazing since i was little um and she tried me in every possible thing you can imagine i tried literally everything tennis um golf, uh, hula dancing, Polynesian, I mean, just uh, hip-hop, ballet, every, anything you could possibly think of, you name it, and acting, and, um, and the acting was the only one that really stuck, and, uh, and that was the one thing that I just truly loved, and, um, I couldn't really see myself doing anything but, and, uh, it's just, like, been an absolute passion for me since, literally, since I was very young, um, but then when I got older and really was even more, able to appreciate it um even more it was it, it's just really such a passion for me and I, I love nothing more um than to act that's awesome that's cool how she uh, that's cool how your mother kind of had a vision for you guys not necessarily what the what you guys would be doing but she's like i want you guys to be able to express yourselves and you're getting to do it in something that i'm that you both enjoy i'm guessing your sister enjoys the dance Right, yeah, she she was an amazing dancer. She's a, she, we're a few years apart. We're about almost nine years apart. But, okay. Uh, uh, she was very into uh, hip-hop dancing. is mostly her thing. Okay, that's cool, too. And then the acting with you, which is awesome. Now, as far as acting goes, like the role you were just saying, how you're playing somebody who was bullied and ended up killing a bunch of people, is it hard to turn that character on and off? Like that, you know, when you're doing different roles or just roles in general? Um, it's actually, I, I, I'm, I'm really lucky with that. It's kind of easy for me. Um, I, I'm really not into the whole method acting. Um, I've, I've tried a lot of different forms of acting. Um, but for me, it's kind of my own thing. I, I'm very blessed in the way I'm able to turn it on and off. Um, I don't need to stay in character the whole time or okay. even on the set the whole time. I'm kind of just able uh, to go in and out. Um, which is great for me because some of my characters are really dark or, or are messed up in the head or, um, or are even being victims or whatnot. So it's a good thing I don't have to really get too, too uh, deep into their mind for such a long time. You know? Yeah, that's good. It's, it's, I love asking people that because it's interesting how everybody has a different, you know, a different take on that, I guess. Um, like some people say, like, I have to be alone or I have to just get in this mindset and be alone if it's a, especially if it's like a dark type character, I'm like, oh, that's cool. Right. And just some people like you, you just, I just go on set and do what I have to do, and then I can turn it right off as soon as the cameras are off, pretty much. Yeah, and, I, and I'm lucky too because a lot of uh, the people I've worked with are really great friends of mine too, and we became very close through the acting and um, and being part of their movies. And uh, uh, even one of my best friends, uh, who you just actually had on, Joe. Um, he he's just awesome and we work together really well because he understands um how i can kind of go in and out and so we have a great time on set but you know when it needs to be serious and we actually need to film and it's it needs to be more serious tone um we do it but then it's able we're able to snap right out of it and and have fun again and i think that's a good thing for me so i don't get too lost into it which i know happens unfortunately to a lot of people that's cool. Yeah, Joe, I did just have him on a couple of hours ago. Really fun, really fun to record with. Really nice guy. And I love his his mind for his his skills, what he does with, as far as making the movies. I love how he, he was telling me how 
He did a sci- sci-fi movies. He has the comic book. And he took characters from that and made a movie. And yeah. he has, like, some horror stuff. And he, made, like, made them in one universe. Like, kind of have them mixing together. And I'm like, that's freaking cool. Because usually when that happens, it's, like, horror with horror, sci-fi with sci-fi. Sometimes they cross over and, like, say Marvel, for example, with Marvel. And then that's it. There's no real crossover. But he's putting little bits and pieces of his movies. And I thought, I was like, that that's just something new and fresh. And it's something I really love and respect about the indie horror scene is... There's always new and fresh ideas, and I feel, I told him this too, I was like, it's like a gift and a curse that you guys don't have a Hollywood budget. I said, it's a curse because, you know, the big budget, you can do what you want, but I said, it's a gift because it forces you to be a lot more creative and not repetitive, putting the same stuff out, and you guys do amazing work with that, and I just, I respect it and love it all. Yeah, no, it's really cool, Um, and you know, honestly, even in Vegas, people, uh, when people think of the film community and stuff, they usually think of L.A. and Hollywood, but um, there's actually a very, very big film community here in Vegas, and I know um, in a lot of different places across the country and the world, there's a lot of uh, really big film communities out there, and um, and Vegas is really cool out here because, like you said, yeah, we don't have um, the big budget that a lot of Hollywood films do, um, but we are able to make it work, and and thank God Vegas is half the price of L.A. <laughs> in every aspect. Well, that's um, good. So we do luck out with that and stuff. Um, but a lot of the films are also filmed in L.A. or Texas and stuff, and we have to go back and forth. But um, it, it's really amazing to see what they can do with such a, a ultra-low-budget film, um, some of these people. And even with bigger budgets, how creative you can get and uh, how you're able to make something out of nothing, you know? Yeah. Yep, trust me. I, I'm a, I'm such a big fan. Like I love horror in general, but I feel and I did steal this from my brother. I can't quote him exactly, but pretty much he was saying how like independent horror is like the backbone of the whole genre. Just because you guys come up with the fresh ideas, you guys keep it going. You guys keep the fans interested. You guys interact with the fans a ton, which is we love it. And it's just it's needed, especially with the fresh ideas thing. Even the even if the budget isn't big, we we can all ignore that. That's perfectly fine. It's just you see somebody out, you see a, a team out there that want to do a movie, a horror movie or whatever. They get the backing from the fans, like when you guys do the Indiegogos and the Kickstarters, which I love. And it's one thing that fans love being a part of something. As far as with movies and everything else, hey, cool. I put my thirty dollars towards this movie. I'm gonna get a Blu-ray signed from it and a thank you in the credits. That's awesome. And right. I just I love it. I. <laughs> I just, I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know what to say, but I just think it's such a great, it's such a great thing because you guys put on this, put on these movies for us. And at the same time, you reach back to us and talk to us. You don't act like you're too big to talk to us fans, which I mean, that's not just indie. I'm just saying you guys are real big with that, but it's not just indie. Like I've met others that aren't indie, but they're in horror and just, it's just cool how it all works like that. Oh yeah. And you know, it is a, uh... It, it is a lot of, especially like you said, the indie horror film and stuff. Um, people are still humble and realize um, that you honestly wouldn't be anywhere without the fans. But um, it's it's really kind of sad to see. Uh, even I honestly, I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're Meryl Streep, Robert De Niro. I don't care. I don't think mm-hmm. there's any reason to treat people about in a bad way. You know, like 
I, I don't know. It's just kind of interesting to see uh, the dynamic now. And I understand people need privacy and such. Um, and I'm not saying as far as that goes with the paparazzi and everything. But I still think everyone needs to realize that everyone's human. <laughs> and um, and just because you did such and such thing, there's no reason to treat other people that way. And um, just treat people with respect, you know. And it's, it's, it's kind of sad. It's not more like that. Um and that's why the community here is so cool and, and the horror felt, like you said, because everyone is still um, together and they still understand each other and they're all working. And it, it's it's a really awesome thing, you know? Yeah. I You know what it is, too, with it is, um, like, I've talked, I can't think of who exactly, but just, like, going to these horror cons and all this, I'll thank them for their autographs, I'll thank them for the movies they've done, but they turn around and thank us fans because it's, like, They'll tell us without you fans watching our films, you know, we had, we don't have anything. We're not, I'm not going to say we're nothing, but we don't, you know, we're not here at these cons and this, that, and the third. We're not making these movies if it wasn't for the fans. But then I can go around and say, well, if it wasn't for you guys making these amazing movies, <laughs> we would have nothing to watch with the horror stuff, especially. So it's, yeah, just, it's just, it's a big giant circle. It's exactly. all good, but no, it's true. It's, they wouldn't be anywhere without the uh, fans and no one would be. And, and it, it's, it's just a giant circle, and it's, it's really cool. And I think that's why we need to treat everyone like that, you know? Yeah, be be a lot more humble. Right. <laughs> so with, um, okay, so what, are you are you a big horror fan as far as watching horror? Yes, I am. Actually, um, I, my mom, again, kind of got me into that. Um, it, this is really bad, but even when I was one years old, uh, oh, she always take me to horror films and we always watch them um and i although i i'm a huge chicken when it comes to horror um i still i i love it you know it's mm -hmm. hard for me to watch and i might not even see half the movie um but uh but i i still love it it's just something about it it's i it's it's a thrill of getting scared you know it's a, it's a really cool thing i love horror i love 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 horror First of all, before I get into my next question, kudos and hats off to your mother for getting you into horror at such a young age. I think that's beautiful. <laughs> I don't think there's really, I mean, <laughs> one is perfect. If you ask me, that's a perfect age to get a kid into horror. I I think I started around about f between five and seven, I want to say. I have, I would follow like my older brother, my older cousins around as a kid, and they're a few years older than me, and they would get to rent, you know, rent horror movies and all that on the weekends, and I'd be right there watching them with them, scared to death. Like, right. <laughs> so I'd be so scared to the point where I had to have one of them walk me to the bathroom, like wait outside the bathroom for me to go and then come back and watch the movie, sleep with the light on, sleep with the night light on. They were like, it's it's all cool, just depending on whose house we were at. Like, if we're at my house, don't wake mom up, don't wake aunt so-and-so up, because you're going to get us all in trouble, then you're not going to hang out with us watching horror movies anymore. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, well, okay. And now I'm here doing a podcast about it. But what I wanted to ask you was, what movie scared you? What's the first movie you remember that scared you as a child? Oh, um, you know, I, there were so many, because like I said, <laughs> literally since I was a baby. But the one that still gets me, that I, I don't even know what it's about, because I can't watch it, and even when I hear the name, I don't know what it did to me, but it just completely <laughs> scarred me for life, um, was Darkness Falls. Okay. I, I don't even remember what it's about. I couldn't tell you anything. I think I was like probably four, literally, when I saw it. Um, but it was, it just <laughs> scarred me for life. And I, 
I, it was just so bad. I was, I, I think I probably watched like the first 20 minutes and I couldn't even finish it. It just completely screwed me up for life. Oh, wow. That, I mean, it's, it's cool that you have that, in a sense, it's cool you have that movie. You're just like, I, I, no, I can't do it. I wish you can get through it. I hope you can get through it one day. I have to go back and rewatch <laughs> it because I don't remember it. But it's <laughs> it's cool that you have that. And again, it's cool how your mother got you into that at such a young age. Just, I mean, now you're in horror movies. Right. Can Now, can you, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, um, you know, I, they keep saying, like, let's watch it one day. And, I mean, I'm sure if I watch it now, I'll probably be pathetic. And I'm probably, like, what in the world was I thinking? But, you know, it's just always that childhood, yep. that childhood thing in you. <laughs> oh, we all have. Mine was, um... I don't know how familiar, how familiar you are with the series, but Creep Show Two, The Hitchhiker, oh, yes. <laughs> The Hitchhiker. As a kid, I was terrified. I have no idea why now because I watched it recently. I mean, I've watched it quite a few times ever since then, but I remember watching it recently and just like laughing through the whole thing. Like, what the hell was I afraid of? But right. <laughs> I mean, I get it because as a, you know, as a kid, and this is way before all the technology and stuff they had out now. We had imagination, so your imagination just runs wild. You know damn well it's, nothing's going to happen, but for some reason, whatever we watch in these movies or whatever scares us to death. We have to sleep with the light on, and we hide under the covers. Like That's like that's like your little shield or whatever, which really it isn't because you know it's not really going to save you from anything at all, but, a, right. <laughs> but, the, but the wind. <laughs> right, the monster can still look under the sheet for sure. <laughs> yeah, or just take you or whatever, but you think you hide under the covers and it just protects you. I'm like, no. But I mean, I, I think that's one thing I do miss about watching, about being a child is like I watch horror movies now that I love them. I love them. I'll jump here and there sometimes, but nothing scares me anymore. But that's one thing I kind of miss as a child, just having that fear, like watching a movie and your heart's racing and you're just like, oh no, what's going to happen? And boom, now I'm just watching it. Even the ones that aren't so predictable, I'm watching it and I'm just calm watching it, usually laughing. I can't help it. Because I'm, now I'm at the point where I'm like, why, why would you go in there for as far as the slashers go? Why would you... Right. <laughs> what, don't listen to that. You've never heard that voice in your life. Why are you following that voice? <laughs> exactly. But it's, again, I'll, I'll still watch those same movies 40 times a day if I have to. It's it's so fun. Oh, yeah, and I'm still a chicken when it comes to, I still get scared of movies. So <laughs> I, it's, it's easier for sure than when I was really little, but I still am a big chicken when it comes to horror films. <laughs> no, it's, it's good, though. I mean, it's cool. Do you have a favorite, like, um, slasher? Horror slasher icon? Uh, Michael Myers. Michael I just Myers. think he's like an absolute classic. And and like I said, even though the movies probably aren't that scary um, as much as like some of the current stuff, um, it's still, he's just an absolute classic, you know? Yeah. See, I'm a big Jason Voorhees fan. Yeah, Jason's great. Jason's an absolute icon. Well, Jason or his mom. <laughs> yes, yes, his mother too. And you know, you know what it is with that series for me is back in the day as a kid, Friday the 13th, they used to always play it on the USA Network. I mean, they would cut out all the good scenes and stuff, but I was, that's probably the movie I've seen, that franchise I've probably seen more than any other horror movie I've seen in my life. Just because every Friday the 13th that it was on, it would play that oh, whole wow. weekend and I would just watch, <laughs> say if I, if it's, you know, if it's in the school, during the school year, as soon as I get out of school. Do what I have to do. I'm watch, sitting down in front of the TV, watching those movies that whole weekend, and then summer, 
you already know what I'm doing all day, all week. <laughs> and yeah. I remember getting the DVDs as, I want to say it was about 17, 18, maybe 18. And we were too, it was me and my, my brother. And we were too young to buy alcohol. So we went, I got the DVD set when that first came out. And um, we went to the store and grabbed like candy, potato chips, and Red Bull and watched that whole from the first one to the last, which was, at that time was Jason Goes to Hell, was the last one. I believe it was before Jason X. But we watched from the first one to the last one that weekend. That's all we did. Just as soon as it was nighttime, movies, candy, Red Bull, <laughs> and <Yeah>. Jason. <laughs> and it's just, it's it's so cool how, like, watching these type of movies, it kind of reminds you of your childhood as far as, like, just hanging out with friends, watching the movies, going to the 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 video stores, you know, renting these VHS movies, getting your little snacks, and going home and just hanging out. Oh yeah, no, this it's such awesome memories for sure that are tied with so many of them, and and yeah, Jason's awesome. It's just you know, I kind of had the same thing with Michael Myers. Um, I just always uh, had a thing for the Halloween series, and um, even even the other ones that got horrible reviews, I still love. I think they're great. Um, I don't know, so I, I understand what you're saying with the mm-hmm. Jason because J- Jason's a classic. I mean, all of them, they're all oh, icons, yeah. but yeah. Now, what did you? Because you say you're a Halloween fan. Two questions. This is a two-parter. Did you see Halloween Part 3? And if you did, what was your... What did you think of it? I did see it. Um, you know, I, I like you said, I know <laughs> I know they have such bad reviews. I do. I like them. I, okay. I don't know. It's just something about it. I, I do. I like it. I'm not really too judgy on them. See, with me, with, with that one, it was the season of The Witch where he wasn't in it. And... Right. As a, again, going back to my childhood... We would rent these movies, like, you know, rent one and two at one point and three and four and so on. And when we got part three and got to it, we were like, what the, what the hell is this? He's not right. even in the movie. Just so mad about it. And I think I watched it, like, one or two times, maybe one time as a kid. I didn't watch that part again until, like, my adult life. <laughs> until, like, my adult right. life would face. This is maybe within the past six or seven years now. But, you know, and there's Facebook and all these horror groups and stuff. And people were talking about it, and I was like, that movie was not good, blah, blah, blah. And someone was just like, watch it as a standalone film. Don't even connect it with the series and, you know, put a fresh set of eyes on it. So I did it, and I'm like, oh, wow, this movie's actually not bad at all. But just... Yeah, and I think that's probably why I liked it. Cause I was I was really little when I saw it the first mm-hmm. time anyways. And so I went... Even though it wasn't, like you said, it wasn't really Michael Myers or anything. It was so, I just liked the movie. So I, I really do. I liked um, all the series and yep. it, even the ones where, even like that, <laughs> it is. It's a, it was definitely different. But I still, you know, I just liked them. I thought they were all done pretty well. Did you even like the Rob Zombie, both the Rob Zombie ones, even the second one? I, you know, actually, I don't think I ever saw the second Rob Zombie. I saw the first Rob Zombie, and I did like that one. Um, I think I liked uh, the other ones better, um, okay. and like the original Halloween. Um, but I, I did. I, I respect Rob Zombie completely, and um, I, I did like the first one a lot. But uh, I don't think I actually even saw the second one. I'll say it to you like this: <laughs> I'll never tell anybody not to watch a movie. The first one I thought they did was an excellent movie. Yeah. The second one, I'll say watch at your own risk. I think I only watched that maybe twice, and I own it. It just oh wow, it's yeah. Well, I would, you know what? I'm gonna say give it a try. You might you might really enjoy it, but it just I don't know. 
I don't want to even say what happened. Well, for one, I forgot a lot, and two, I don't want to ruin it for you. <laughs> okay. But um. Yeah, no, I'll have to watch it then. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely check it out. But let's talk okay, about. I'll have to see. <laughs> talk about some um some upcoming stuff you have with your movies. Oh yeah, uh, just honestly a bunch. <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> never ending, but I love it. You know, it's just mm-hmm. it's so cool. Um, we have oh goodness, it's just so many. I'm trying to think. Um, so uh, Russ one and two just uh, came out finally. Both of them came out a few months ago. Um, and so now we're working on part three uh, in October, and um, we're also going to be working on part three of a telephobia. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe October, November uh, time. And then um, we're, we're doing another uh, film. It's called My Little Nightmare. And I'm really excited about that one. Um, it's not, it's a brand new uh, movie by itself. Um, but it's just going to be really, really cool. It's a, it's a classic ghost story. And that's why I really like it. Because um, I haven't been in a lot of ghost ones for some reason. Mostly like the slasher killers. So. Oh, nice. Yeah, so that'd be kind of cool to do a ghost one. Um, and then the Immortal Wars 3, I think we're working on next year. And uh, that one I'm really excited for because the Immortal Wars, it's just, that's been a uh, whole different thing to work on and all the sci-fi of mm-hmm. it. And I really like it. And uh, my character has uh, a lot of really great things for part three. So I'm really excited for that one as well. And then um, just kind of my show, keep on doing that. Uh, next week, actually, I believe I'm going... Uh, to the Emmys gifting seat, so just it'll be really cool. Uh, a whole bunch of different things coming up, <laughs> just that's, lots and lots of stuff. That's that's awesome. Staying busy and doing something you love doing. That's I love it. Now with your with your um with your talk show, where do you like? How can somebody one? How can somebody listen to it? And is it like a show where you have anybody on, so to speak, or is it more like actors, actresses, and stuff like that? Um, no, we we try to ha- highlight everyone, um, and uh, like we had obviously tons of actors and a- and actresses mm-hmm. and directors and um, singers and everything. But uh, I also really like to highlight, um, com- like especially for Vegas, a lot of our local community members and just people across the country doing good things, you know, and and uh, just kind of everything. Um, we've had a lot of uh, fellow podcast hosts or radio show hosts, uh, so I, I was actually going to talk to you later. I'd, I'd love to have you on as well. Um, awesome. But just kind of uh, everyone, we uh, we just try to highlight the good things going around, and we really don't discriminate against anything, you know? That's that's really cool. That's really we will, And I would love to discuss that when this episode's over. But that's that's really cool. Like, I love seeing stuff like that and hearing stuff about stuff like that. Like, I, ha- I have a really good friend, actually. That um, we used to work together a few years ago, and I remember at work he'd always because he used to run track as a kid, like he grew up running track, and he used to talk about how at work how yeah, well, man, he kept saying, "Hey, man, I'm gonna start a track team, I'm gonna start a track team like for the youth and all this stuff." And a lot of coworkers were just, "Yo, he's just talking, it's not gonna happen, blah blah blah." I was like, "Yo, if you really want to do it, you can do it. Just whatever you you know, go out and do it." And now he has a, he has a track team now. This was, I want to say this was about four or five years ago when he was saying it. My brother was helping him with it a lot. He doesn't really help as much just because he's busy, but my brother was helping him with it a lot. My cousin was helping him with it a lot. My little cousin was on the track team. I believe he's going to be back on it again. But awesome. they, they, my brother, my cousin, and my friend Eric, and then a bunch of other people and like their kids and stuff, they went out to 
Michigan two years ago, I want to say, and he brought home two champions, like, running in big meets, which is amazing. Wow. Just from our little town of upstate in Schenectady, New York, of upstate New York. So I'm just like, and he was telling me next year, like, every year he's been doing it. I think the first year they started, they only had, like, four or five kids. Every year it's been growing, and I just seen him yesterday, and he was like, man, next year, he's like, I want to start registration, like, January, this, that, and the third, and try to get, you know, money together and all this. And they're trying to find sponsors for both. Because what he's doing is amazing. I told him, I was like, look, man, you're saving a lot of children's lives. I was like, not only that, but if it wasn't for you, a lot of these kids would never be able to travel out of the state of New York. Like, they went to, they just came back from North Carolina a few weeks ago in the summer. They've been in the, they go all over the place as far as, you know, how these track meets go. And he he loves doing it. He's it's passionate about it. And I just, it's just, you know, it's just one of those cool things you see. And I'm just like, I, I can't wait to see it grow. I was like, I can't wait to see where you're going to be in five years. Next year, he was saying they're going to have like 50 kids, which I think is just amazing. And it's just, again, it only started from like four kids. I think one of the kids was his son. One of the kids was my little cousin and like two other kids. No, that's really cool. Um, yeah, I, I think that's amazing. And, you know, that's kind of the cool thing with my show, too, is uh, there's just so much that you don't even think about and uh just because like I said mostly especially most of my life is kind of more focused on um the acting and Mm -hmm. and musical and all that stuff uh that part of the community but there's so much more and uh you don't even realize or think about um all the great things you know people are really doing out there to improve the world and all people's different passions so it's, it's it's really cool to uh, learn so many different things and and to be able to help them, you know, it's it's because I I didn't grow up with a lot of money, you know, um, mm-hmm. we were actually pretty poor growing up and and it was my uh, single mom, you know, two kids. It was a very difficult situation um, for her and for us growing up, but um, I think it's so amazing when people help out and are really able to give back to the community and stuff and and improve so many lives, you know. I agree with you a hundred percent on that and. I mean, I could say similar things. I definitely didn't grow up with the most money, you know, growing up as a kid and all that with my parents. But I feel, I mean, obviously everybody wishes they were rich. Everybody wishes they had all the money. But I feel at the same time, it is really rewarding the way we grew up just because you you had to face, and I'm not saying people who have a lot of money don't face any issues because they do. But I mean, as far as like financial hardships you have to face and it's kind of like, okay, well, I have to, I can't afford to do this. I can't afford to get this to eat, but I can afford to get 10 things of this. It might not taste as good, but I have to make it work. You kind of, it's like if you ever hit that point in life, you would know how to take care of it. You wouldn't stress it. You'd be upset, but you wouldn't stress it. You wouldn't let it really, you wouldn't let it defeat you. It might bring you down some, but you won't let it defeat you, so to speak. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, you know, what they say, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And I I really do. Like you said, I believe that. And, um, and I think it's so cool that uh, people have gone through so many struggles throughout life that, you know, people won't even know about half of it. But uh, they, they're just uh, continuing on going and helping more um, people and improving their lives so they don't have to go what go through what they went through. And I, th- I just think it's really amazing that um, people can turn such negative experiences into positive, incredible things that will just keep on going, you know. Mm-hmm. Just so true. So true. Is um now is horror like your favorite genre as far as acting in, or do you have a favorite? You know, I I've been lately for some reason I just been uh, typecasted in horror. I just uh, keep getting horror, which I I love because um I do love like playing the killer and stuff, and the victims always fun. But you know, it's kind of fun to 
get into that mindset of a real evil <laughs> character and how yeah. they got there. Um, so I, I love, 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 love playing that. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of great with everything. I, I like, I really love playing all different characters, and you just never know um, what will come next. And you know, I'm, I'm available. I'm open to anything. You know, like I've done comedy roles, and that's just been a blast. I've done um, action roles. I've done uh, romance. I mean, everything. It's just, it's kind of cool to play all different roles. You know, and really. Uh, express yourself in different ways, and I, I just I love doing all the genres. Um, I've just been lately, for whatever reason, more in horror, mm -hmm. um, but that works for me because I've been raised on horror since I was little, so that works for me too, you know. Yeah, that's all. Awesome. So it's almost like a dream come true. That's really that's really cool. Exactly. And for me, like I mean, obviously, when we were kids. There was no such thing as podcast at all, <laughs> so I can't even say right. this is like a dream come true. But I mean, I never thought that. I never thought I'd meet anybody that was in the that was an actor or a director or had anything to do with a horror movie besides other fans, maybe. And now it's like, like I said, I go to the cons and I have the podcast and I've had so many actors and actresses and directors on here and just other fans and going to the cons and meeting these people, getting their autographs. It's it's crazy. It's awesome. It's amazing. It's like it's not overwhelming though. It's all exciting. And I don't really, I don't get starstruck over it, but I'm just like, wow, like these people are, I get to the point, it's like, it's in the middle. It's like, wow, they're actually just sitting here spending time talking to me and not even like after you get their autograph, if their lines are dead, they'll talk your ear off. They'll just keep talking and just having a cool conversation. There's been plenty of times they'll call me back over to their table to talk with them. If I'm, you know, just walking around the con, I'm just like, this is so cool. Who would have thought? Oh, yeah, it is. it's such a cool thing, and especially with my show, like you said, like with your show, you just, you get so many opportunities to talk to people you've looked up to your whole life, and uh, I I think it's great you don't get starstruck. I still do sometimes. I'm trying to work on that, because, I mean, I've met so many people. Uh, I shouldn't be at all, but, you know, mm -hmm. I just, I have that, still that little girl in me that's just like, oh, my God, I can't believe it's so-and-so, but, um. <laughs> Uh, but it is, it's just, it's a very overwhelming feeling, but it's so incredible. I, you know, I did get kind of starstruck once where I was just smiling a lot. I did talk to him, but, um, my brother, this was a few years ago. There was a con called Fanacon and my, my brother and our wives were there and it was Kevin Eastman, the guy who created the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And oh, okay. Yeah. We grew up, you know, child. We still watch that. It's grown men. We'll still probably oh, dress, wear yep. our turtle pajamas, <laughs> yep, eating pizza and watching the movies. Yeah. But I remember we, so, well, my genius self, for one, I get everything prepared the, late, the day before. I'm like, okay, I'm going to bring this, this, and this to get signed. Forgot it. <laughs> so <laughs> we go all the way out. I mean, it's only about a half hour, 25 minutes from my house. So, so we go out there, meet my brother and his wife out there hang out, and we're walking around, talking, getting all their autographs, and I forgot my Turtles book to get it signed, and I'm just like, oh, man, so I was like, I was thinking about going to buy one, I was looking around, I was like, all right, these things are real expensive, I can just run home, so my wife and I ran home to go get it, and my brother waited for me, like, he could have just went back there, got the autograph, and his wife was like, why don't you just get the autograph, he's like, I, he's like, I can't do it without Aaron, it wouldn't even be right, which is great, so we went, we go back, you know, we're talking to him. And we're just, you know, we tell him what we want, the autographs and stuff. And we're just kind of standing there as he's talking to us. And he's like, he drew a turtle in both of our books. 
And he drew a mouser, and his, he asked him for a turtle and a mouser. I just asked him for a turtle. He signed it, and he's talking. And, like, our wives are just sitting there, you know, with the little watery eyes because we're seeing, like, our childhood hero just. Yeah. <laughs> but me and him have these big old goofy grins on our faces. So that's, I guess if you could say I've, if I've ever gotten starstruck, and I could probably say the same thing for him, it would have been that one time. But, at like, after that, and this is no disrespect to any actor, actress, director who I've met, I just kind of, like, got pat. I'm like, this really isn't that, not that it's not a big deal, but at the end of the day, they're people too. So I'm just like, they right. just, they're just, you know, they have more fans than I do, I guess. <laughs> no, I, that's so cool. And, you know, I, I grew up with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, so I met him too. He's, he's an amazing guy. Um, but, yeah, it's just, it's so cool. And I, I shouldn't be because I've met the biggest people I've wanted to meet I have, but still, I don't know. I just, I can't get over it, and I shouldn't, and it's pathetic that I, I still do get starstruck, but I do. <laughs> just, it's always going to be on me, unfortunately. I mean, it's not, it's not a bad thing. It's, it's cool. It's, it's humbling, I bet, for them especially. But it's just, I don't know. Maybe if I, maybe, I don't know who else I would really like to meet like that, like a, as far as like a big name star who I would be like, oh, man, I don't even know what to say type of deal. I, right. <laughs> I, I don't know, but I'm not saying it couldn't happen because it probably could happen. But... <laughs> You know. Yeah, no, there's definitely still a few that I know, like, oh my goodness, like, I, especially, I know we're on a horror podcast, and you'll probably hate me for saying this, but one of my favorite film series in the world is the Twilight series, oh, which I just, man. I get so much hate on, but, you know, I just love it, and um, one time I thought I saw Robert Pattinson, and I, like, <laughs> literally said hyperventilating, and... I've never experienced weak knees, but I literally got weak knees. And <laughs> so I think if I ever met him, I'd lose my mind. Oh, man. That, you know, I'm not mad at you for saying that. My wife <laughs> loves that freaking series. She loved the books. My brother loved the books. I think he really enjoyed the movies. I read the first book. I tried to watch the first movie, and I couldn't get into it. But, at, you know, to each their own with those things. <laughs> Uh, the first one's probably the worst, though. So I think if you got in, I think you'd eventually like it. But I know I get so much hate for it. But, you know, I like what I like. I can't <laughs> yeah. help it. <laughs> no, there's nothing wrong. We all have our guilty pleasures. Uh, mine is, um, I don't know if you've ever heard of it or seen it, but this movie, it's a comedy horror called Thanksgiving about a killer turkey. Love it. Really? No, I haven't heard of it, but that sounds great. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so ridiculous. It's just, oh, my goodness. And... I don't know why I love it, but I do. I actually made a friend off of that movie, which is oh, kind really? of funny. Yeah, there was actually a con. As a matter of it was, uh, was it about two or three years ago now? Two years ago, I believe. It was um, Robert England came for it, Amanda Weiss came for it, and a couple other people. Wow. But anyway, I was down. I was one of my friends. He has a podcast called uh, Video Game Crosstalk. Awesome podcast. He talks about video games, technology, science, and other random things. Anyways, I was there helping him run his table. So I had, like, the press pass type thing. Well, he bought a table, so I had the vendor pass, I should say. And my wife went to the con, and she was waiting downstairs. Because we could go upstairs earlier because I had the vendor pass. So she was waiting in. She had to wait in line to get her, her, um, her pass. And she had a Freddy glove for herself and my brother. That you had to turn, you had to like hand it into them. They'll give you a number, and he'll, you know, they'll bring it to him, and he'll sign it for you, or whatever. But what was I saying? Oh, yeah. As far as things killing goes, me and this, well, his name is Matt. He's been on the podcast quite a few times. He's like one of my co-hosts. 
I don't know how the conversation came up. We were just talking about random horror movies, and then one of us asked the other if you ever seen Thanks Killing, and we were both like, "Yeah, I love that freaking movie." And <laughs> we started, we literally started a friendship, like exchanged information at, after that conversation. Like, yo, here's my Facebook, here's my phone number. I told him I had a podcast. He actually had a podcast, and we just it went from there. All because of a weird horror movie. That's awesome. No, that's cool. I think that's really cool. <laughs> yeah. No, I understand. Yeah, I, I, I get a lot of hate for certain things, but, you know, I love it, so that's all I care about. It makes me happy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's that's perfectly... There's always, there's always going to be things that people love. In, I mean, as far as, let's just say, movies in general, people are going to love some movies, people are going to hate some movies. There's some movies that I hate, and there's some movies that I love. One, there's one movie, Tales from the Hood Part 2... I cannot stand that movie. I was so upset and disappointed with that movie. My brother, we actually did a podcast on that. Probably one of our funnier episodes. My brother and I did it. And we just, I think the thing that bothered us, bothered us the most was one, we weren't expecting a sequel. And then about, you know, about a year before it came out, they said there was going to be a sequel. So then you're like, okay, cool. I have high expectations for this because the first one was so fun and entertaining. And they were bringing back, like, the same director and writers and all that. And they just, they dropped the ball with it bad. Like, they dropped it and popped it. It was just, oh, it's rough. Yeah. And it was, it, this, <laughs> and it was one of those type of things where we were like, we'll, we challenge, we have an open challenge and it's still open now. Anybody, not anybody who thought the movie was okay or thought it was, you know, yeah, like, I enjoyed it. It was all right. Somebody who really loved the movie, really enjoyed the movie, people. Let's say two people who really loved and enjoyed the movie, thought it was great. We have an open debate, an open, friendly debate on the podcast, just discussing the movie, why you thought it was so great and all that, and so far, nothing. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, it was rough. Okay, cool. Yeah, those technical difficulties do happen, but we know how to learn. We learn from those. Oh yeah, it happens all the time. <laughs> I got it. okay. See, things how that just happened. Have you ever had? Have you ever lost an episode with your show? Actually, yes. Uh, so I was recording with Butch Patrick, you know uh, Eddie Munster mm-hmm. um, from the Munster, from the Munsters, That's and awesome. um, it took me forever, forever, forever to get an uh, interview with him because he's so busy. And uh, finally, we were able to get a date, and everything was set. And uh, we were recording it, and it was awesome. And then, because um, uh, I, I do my show through a studio, um, I guess they forgot to record the first half. Oh. And instead of telling me right then and there, like, hey, we forgot to record the first half, can you can you redo it? Um, they didn't tell me until after the whole show, and we hung up and everything. So wow. I still got the second half of the interview. But, um, and eventually, uh, we were able to get a different date with him again, and he did it again, which I was so, so grateful for, um, and he was amazing with that, but that really sucked. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. was, that was a big disappointment, and yeah. See, that right there wasn't your fault at all. Mine, my very first episode, well, it was supposed to be my very first episode, it was me, my brother Rob, and my brother Henry, we were actually on our way to Scaricon. And I, was, I had this little recorder my wife got me. I never used it. Of course, I didn't read the directions. I knew how to turn around and off and hit record. 
And so I was talking to them. I was like, hey, man, you guys know I'm starting a podcast. I was like, yo, why don't we just record, you know, our, our conversation on the way up there, talking about the con or whatever horror-related and do the same thing on the way back. Cool. So we do this. We go to the first rest stop, you know, stretch, whatever. And, like, the thing, you turn it on, and you there's another switch you turn on to hit record. So I did that. We recorded. Get to the first rest stop, and I turn the thing off. Thought nothing of it. You know, get back in the car, recording again. And then on our way home from the con, recording again, like, oh, man, I was like, I, I can't wait to hear what we were talking about. I knew it was funny because we were laughing both ways, home and, you know, back home and stuff. So I get home, bring it into my computer, hook it up to my computer, hit and play, nothing. I was like, what the hell is going on? I know I recorded this. So I finally flipped the thing over. <laughs> and there's one that says, you know, the on-off switch. And then the other one says record, save. And I would just hit on and record uh, and then turn it off and just lost everything. But I, I wasn't even mad about it. Like, I think I ended up recording with, I know I recorded with my one brother, Henry, maybe like the same night or the next day. We did an episode, okay. which ended up being the first official episode. But it, it ended up being a real funny story. That's why I'm not mad about it. And I learned from right. it to pay more attention. Well, I thought I learned from it because I have another thing. <laughs> I had... I lost, I went through, let's see, well, the first computer, water got spilled on it. it like my, I used to keep it under the bed, and a cup just happened. The most random thing, like I had a cup of water on the floor, and it got knocked over, and somehow it poured under the bed and just drenched my laptop, of all things. <laughs> oh, goodness. So, I didn't, like... The, the computer stopped working, but I had the, I took the hard drive out, so I had, whatever was saved on that hard drive, I didn't lose. Next computer, next laptop, which they were both, these are both older laptops, it just decided to stop working. Like it, would just, it wouldn't turn on anymore. Even with the power cord plugged in and all that, it wouldn't turn on. So I took that hard drive out. I ended up getting a desktop. That worked fine. It was just kind of slow. I had issues with it here and there. Get another laptop. I got a brand new laptop now. And about maybe a month ago or so, for some reason, like, there's two hard drives on it. The hard drive just went. One of the hard drives just went. Lost. Oh, no. <laughs> so I lost about four. Well, I lost four or five new episodes and I lost some old episodes that I didn't have out yet. And I was just like, oh, man. But I, I blame myself for it because I tell myself all the time. I try to repeat this, especially for fellow podcasters and hosts, you know, radio hosts and all that good stuff. As far as when you're recording, like a pre-recorded thing, record it, save it. And if you have to send it, like for me, I send it to my brother, record it when it's done. Or, you know, record it, obviously. Save it right once you're done and send it right to that person just in case. So at the very least, if the computer crashes, it's already saved in the email and they'll get it and they can do what they got to do with it and get it back to you. So every... Gotcha. So, yeah, I've, I've been doing good for the past, like, five or six episodes, so I'm proud of myself. It took me about 80 episodes to really figure this out, but <laughs> I think I got <laughs> no, that's it. that's smart, Bally. At least now you learned. And, I mean, you're still new to it, for sure. I mean, yeah. not even two years. I mean, so... Um, no, that's great that you learn from that. And, you know, that's all we can do. We can learn from our mistakes and just grow bigger and better from it. But I know it's, it's a very, it's a very, um, gut-wrenching feeling when that happens. You're like, oh my goodness. Yeah. And I mean, I, I only, I lost two interviews, which I talked to both. Of the, I had one of the guys on before and the other guy, it was his first time on the podcast, but I talked to them both. They both understood. Like I told them the whole process of like when stuff was going on, they both understood. They were both cool. they they would be glad to come back on, so I'm happy about that. 
And then the upper, other episodes that I lost, the other like two or three new episodes I lost was with friends that I recorded with. We were doing like movie reviews and stuff like that anyway. So that's easy. That's easy to redo. I was more upset about the interviews than the, you know, than the reviews. Cause the review, we can go back and re rewatch the movies and re, you know, have that conversation again. It won't be exactly the same, but right. the inter interviews, as you know, is different because you get some, you get like one good, real good kind of energy. Let's say like this interview right here, we're getting one real good kind of energy. And it's like, if we had to go back and redo it, not saying we wouldn't get the same energy, but the conversation would be way different. It would be changed up because me, you already had it. Well, we already know what we talked about, but it's like, we got to kind of remember everything we discussed. Right. And it just makes it tougher. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, it does suck, but, uh, but that's good that you learned. And hopefully that won't happen again because at least you're sending it and stuff. So that's good. That's good. You, you learn from it, you know, and that's all you could do. Yeah. It's, my biggest advice to myself is stop being so freaking hardheaded because <laughs> I, I would tell myself, listen, when I'm done with the episode, I would say it all the time. When I'm done with this episode, I'm just going to mix it down and send it to Christian. My wife would say, just mix it down. You know, well, she wouldn't say mix it down. She'd just say, save it and send it to your brother. Send it to Christian. And, oh, yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it tomorrow. I'm going to do it tomorrow. I'm definitely going to do it tomorrow. I'd even tell my brother, yo, I got like five or six episodes I'm going to send you. And now, <laughs> so now it's just one at a time, which I like it though. Cause it, it makes it a little bit easier for both of us. Like I, I already, I recorded with Joe. I already sent that to my brother. And like I said, I'm going to send this one to him right after. And he gets time to kind of mix them down. I have two episodes that I already have in my queue to drop Tuesday, Wednesday. So you guys should be dropping the following week. And okay, cool. next weekend I'll be recording at least two more episodes, if not more, just so I can get them just so I'm always like ahead. So if there's ever a time I can't record, right. I can just I would like to have a few episodes ahead so I can be like a month ahead of myself. No, that's smart. Yeah, that's that's a really good way to do it for sure. Do you um do you like doing your show your talk show more? Or do you like acting more? Or do you like them about the same? Because I know they give you kind of different they're different. Yeah, I, I do love them both, um, but acting's just always kind of been my main thing. Um, that's really where my heart and soul is, but um, I, I love, love, love my show, especially because I get to help so many people, too, and I've, like I said, I've been giving so many incredible opportunities through it, so I'm so thankful for that, but um, but I think just acting's really my number one, you know, that's just what I really love to do. That's really cool. Now, do you go to horror conventions and stuff as far as, like, having a table, signing autographs and all that good stuff? Yeah, um, I, I've, I've tagged along with Joe a couple of times, and I know there's a couple uh, more coming up in the next year or so um, that I'm going to be going to. Um, I'm kind of newer to the horror conventions. Um, I've done a lot of Comic-Cons and such, but um, but now I just started getting more into the horror ones. I, I love it because it's really a great thing to actually see people in person and you know really connect with fans and stuff and it's just it's a really cool different feeling for sure i agree i i love it and i i actually told him about scarecon and gave him gave him the guy's information that runs it they like his email and gave him his facebook page he said he's gonna check it out because he was like i want to <laughs> he wants to go to he said i don't know if you, he'll be able to make it to the next month so it would be great if he could but he was like i want to definitely check it out if not for next month you know in the near future because i yeah that would be it'd be awesome to meet both of you guys at these cons at one of those you know the scare con they do one in june in massachusetts and one in um october in rochester new york so that would be great okay yeah that'd be cool i i love new york too i've i'm born and raised in vegas but uh my most of my family's from new york so i okay. love i love new york that's where my 
my that's my second home. I love it. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. Then I guess I can ex- be expecting to see you guys at a con one day. Hopefully. Yeah, that'd be really cool. I, I'd love to do that for sure. That's awesome. Do you have anything else you want to ask me before we wrap it up, or are you? No. Yeah. Um. Just kind of. Uh, if people could uh, go and follow me, it's at uh, Real Corey Taylor on Instagram and Twitter, and uh, my my show name's Corey Taylor Talks, and they can just check out uh, my Facebook page, Corey Taylor Talks. Um, you can go to CoreyTaylorTalks dot com okay. and have all the links to my show there, and also to all my social medias. Um, and then my acting page, which is my IMDb, is uh, CoreyTaylorActor.com, and that's how you can really uh, keep up with everything and see all the projects I'm working on, because some of them I don't even <laughs> I don't even know about. <laughs> I learned from my IMDb. So, yep. so that's just, like, the best ways uh, to keep up to date with everything. That's awesome. And I have one final question for you. I'm trying to remember to ask this question to everybody I have on that's into the independent horror stuff and, you know, independent movies in general. But what is one... What's one good thing of advice? What's one thing of advice you would give to somebody that's trying to be an actor or an actor? So that's indie actor, actress, writer, director. You know, um, I think uh, it's it's very tough um, sometimes, and it's just unfortunately, I, I and just kind of like any industry or any profession or anything. There's a lot of uh, a lot of negativity, and there's a lot of bad people out there. So you just mm-hmm. really need to find the good people. And um, I think when good people come together, a lot of amazing things can come out of that. So just really find the good people that you know you can trust and find your your core people. And um, I really think you can achieve anything you want. And uh, just really keep going. And uh, no matter what life throw it, throws at you, um, as long as you keep following your dreams and really following your heart and uh, and knowing what you want and knowing your end goal, I, I really believe anything can happen. So just keep going and uh, find the good people that you know you can count on. And you all work together and um, you build your future together. And I think that's a really cool thing. And uh, and there, there's so many good people out there. So um, just find them and then uh, get rid of all the negative. Yes, <laughs> Get rid of all the negative people. Leave them behind while you guys keep uh, going and building your amazing careers. That's that's great. I couldn't have said that better. That's awesome right there, though. So definitely take that advice, people. Definitely go check out everything that Corey Taylor is involved in. You heard her post. You heard her about her links, and I'll post all the links with this episode. And thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. It was a fun, fun time. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much for having me. It was really it was an absolute blast. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Anytime. Anytime you want to come on here and talk some horror, promote some horror stuff that you're involved in, just let me know. Okay, well, dude, thank you. It's really been a great podcast. I really appreciate it. Thank you. And I'm just, I'll say my closing, and then could you just hold on for like two minutes? Of course. Yeah, of course. All right. Thank you. And ladies and gentlemen, again, my listeners, you should know where to find me, but if not, I'm on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, and anywhere else you can listen to a podcast. I also have a Facebook group and a Facebook page, Horror with Search 30. Just go out there, listen to the podcast, check out all these amazing interviews I have and all these amazing people and their amazing work. And as always, I'll see you.